Congratulations. It's the Breakfast Club 10-year anniversary. 10 years. 10 years at a breakfast club. Doing your thing. Doing what you're doing. And being honest with you. You had a job for 10 years. Everything's Gucci over there. Wow. 10 years. Shout out to the best doing it, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Damn. Y'all getting old. Y'all been holding it down for 10 years. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Man, y'all been together longer than some people have been married. I'm proud of y'all. The voice of the culture. Peace, love, and uh, let's go to 20 years. Congratulations. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's the Jada from Irvington again. Good morning. Good morning. Get Good it morning. off your chest. I don't have anything to get off my chest this morning. I just wanted to give a shout out to my boyfriend, Corey, and just tell him I love him. Okay, no problem, Mama. And good morning, you guys. I listen to you guys every day, and I love you, Charlamagne, for always keeping it real. I love you more. Thank you very much. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Tisha from Texas. Good morning. Hey. Tisha from Texas. Get it off your chest, Mama. Okay, so Charlamagne, it's a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Did you get your chair that you do on your show from The Voice? Every time I look at you on television, I'm looking for um, John Legend and the rest of them to come and spin that chair around. You talking about? Where's Charlie get that chair? Well, I got a new chair. She talking about my late night talk show, The God's Honest Truth, on Comedy Central every Friday night at ten. I got a new one now. It's black. It's all black now. Does it still look the same to you? No, I didn't see it last week. So wait, I want to flex in front of my friends. Mm -hmm. I bought your first book, so I need you to send me. It, whatever you got, so I can walk around the house and say, "Oh yeah, Charlamagne." I'm gonna send, oh, send you a whole package. I got, I got Dr. Rita Walker's "The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health" up here. I got Tamika Mallory's "State of Emergency." I'm gonna send you a whole package. I got you. Hold on, okay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for watching the show too, man. Make sure you tune okay. in every Friday night at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central, and you can stream it on Paramount Plus. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, man? This is Nick. Nick, what up? Get it off your chest. Hey man, yeah, so uh, homeboy said he said, uh, why would you want a car that goes 150 some miles per hour because the boy off the Raiders, you know, uh, speeding or whatever? Yes. Fucking pizza is cheaper, anyways, though. You know what I mean? Um, basically, I was saying, like, you know, it's America, right? So why would you want a car to go that fast? Well, why would you want to be limited to that? Same thing with machine gun, you know? We're supposed to write to their arms, right? What's the so, point? What, what's the point if the speed limit is only 80 miles per hour? Like, you got you got to tell you got to give me a reason why you driving on a highway. And you have to go 100 plus miles per hour, especially when the speed limit is only 80. Like, tell me why. What's the point? I don't know. Maybe my, maybe, I don't know. There aren't really too many real valid reasons why you'd have to go that fast. All I'm saying is, why would they limit you to want to go? Like, man, why would you want to be limited? To because you, because, because people, because you can kill yourself and you can kill other people. Even if you're not drunk, but, just going that fast, you could kill somebody. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I kind of agree. And I got a lot of high-performance cars that go fast and go, could, could hit probably over 200 miles an hour. I've never wanted to go that fast. I never even wanted to go close to that fast. But, he, I mean, I, I, I agree. I mean, I don't think cars should go 160 miles per hour when the speed limit is only 80. Maybe in Europe where it is the Autobahn where you can go any however fast you want. But I also believe that in, in, in machine guns. I don't think civilians should have machine guns. I don't care if you're going hunting. You don't need to shoot a deer 36 times. You know Why I mean? ruin that meat? Yeah, I, 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 that's just my personal. And, I, and I, I believe in the right to bear arms. But having a machine gun for a civilian, I just don't think that makes sense. Yeah. So you called up here to debate something that you don't even really have a clear argument on. No. 
I was actually um, I looked it up because they were you. saying in some countries like the German um, autobahn, autobahn you mm-hmm. can go over that you can go over 100 miles per hour and they also said in order for cars to be able to accelerate you know how they'd be like oh it goes from 0 to 60 in this many seconds it also has to have the ability to go that fast for the acceleration I don't see the point in America. Don't we don't. We don't. Sixty dollars. Yeah. Because zero to sixty eight. I mean, certain cars. I, I got cars. What's the point? Sixty two two. But I just don't know. I mean, we don't I, have an auto on those cars. But it's just I've never thought about. You know what? I'm gonna go one sixty today. I mean, some people do. But. By the way, we don't have an auto bond, and if you're going over hundred miles per hour and you wreck, you're you're guaranteed to die. But and also, so what's the like, point? you know, only difference here is they make cars that are different for Europe, that that are different for America, that is different for Toronto, that's different for Japan. Because sometimes you can't even bring those cars over here unless you fix them to, you know, to meet American standards. So I, they said it'll I, limit I the um, amount of power it has if you lower mm. um, how fast it's able to go, mm. the efficiency of the engine. All right, well, get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. And we could also put limit on their cars. I got a limit on my son's car. My son has the same exact Corvette that the young man drove, and my son can't go nearly that fast. How old is Logan? How old? Seventeen, about so, to be eighteen. So seventeen, just because he can do one fifty, he may save effort one day. He can't. I got a limiter on it, and that's good though. Phone. But I'm saying, imagine all the people who You're don't, right. and they just want to hit he the with gas. His friends and somebody yeah, gas. Yeah, man. It's scary, yeah. What's the point? Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? No freaking way. Freaking way. What's up? Good morning. Who's this? This is Monica from Texas, DJ Envy. Good morning, Monica. Is Charlamagne there? Is Angela even? Yeah, yes. everybody's here this Peace morning. Peace, Queen. How are you? Yes, it is. And if they were looking to liquidate, they could have easily, you know, 
pushed me off to the side and went with somebody else because a conventional loan would have been quicker. But I'm just, I'm very thankful. I'm very blessed. I came in at the right time, right before the market went right back up. That's great. 2.5% interest. Like, it's just Woo! Congratulations. I, lo- I, lo- Congrats. I love to hear that. You know, it's funny. Every time I tell somebody, they be like, no, you can't. No, you can't. I'm like, I-, I know people that do it all the time. And I'm glad, you know, we were able to help you get your first property. Congratulations. Yo, DJ MBL is just listening. Like, literally, I just listened to Drink Champs, the one with you and Angela Yee on there. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is crazy. I'm such fans. I love all of you guys. Charlamagne, I bought your book, the one with you sitting in the chair. And Black I Privilege. Even read it. Oh, I thank even you. Read it, though. I, but I, bought it. I you appreciate got time, the support. Girl. You got time in your new house. How many to... people is buying your books just because like they're fans of you? I, you guys are amazing. Y'all do talk about ratchet things, but you also <laughs> all right you now, know, bring now, light to a lot of um, a lot of ways to make money. You guys have a lot of good people on there, and you put a lot of people on. There's a lot of people I wouldn't have even known or paid attention to um, that are helping people like me, and so. I'm well, so appreciative for y'all. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, now you got to teach somebody how to, how to how to buy a crib now. That's what you got to do now. Now you got to teach somebody else how to buy a crib, right? Exactly. All right, Monica, you have a good morning. You too. You bye. made me feel good this morning. I'm glad you got your crib. Congrats, Mama. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Jay from Virginia Beach with a good breakfast club. Jay from V Beach, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Yo, I just wanted to call up, man, and say, first of all, good morning, Miss Yee. Good morning, morning. Charlamagne. Good morning, Envy. Morning. Peace, I, King. Um, man, yeah, when you was talking about um, North, about um, Virginia, the malls, yo, military circles back in the day in the early 90s when it was jumping, they would always push us out the mall. We wow. started clamoring around too much or whatever, they'd always push us out. Yeah, That's but it created a bad situation out there. I remember all the time that the police would harass the kids and harass the teens, and it was usually only black kids. I mean, military circles oh, yeah. was only black kids, but same thing with the, with the mall in, in Hampton. It was the same thing. It, it, and yeah, it, and it was yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Coliseum Mall. Yeah. yeah, Coliseum was the same thing, man. But I um I just want to say to each two, um, to all three of y'all, man, I appreciate everything that y'all do and give to the community, um, especially in the 757 area. To the people listening, if y'all don't, pick up on the gems that the Breakfast Club is dropping to y'all, man, on entrepreneurship, um, um, investing in your communities, and mental health, man, y'all really missing the boat. I really want to say I appreciate all everything that y'all do. Oh, on top of it, yo, to East Baltimore. What's good, people? Stand up, East Baltimore. Stand up. East Baltimore. Baltimore. I ain't hear you voice. say you. Yeah. You know how it is. It's always <laughs> with the you. Yeah, all right, man. Have a good one, man. I was with Jess Hilarious yesterday. I'm like, why you ain't saying you? Soon as I said it. We got something special going on with the 757, so we got a big project that we're working on. I can't wait to announce that as well, man. Shout out to everybody in Hampton University, Norfolk State, Virginia Union, all the Virginia schools, all right? Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 if you need to visit. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. You gotta see in person, believe me. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Lil uh, Mo. Lil Mo, what's happening? What are you doing now? I see you doing music again. You're not yeah. doing TV. What, do you, what is Will? What is Mo Hold doing on. Now? Let's ask Mo how she's doing first. How are you? I'm doing good. Okay. Honestly, it's it, I'm in a different mental, emotional, financial, everything. Like, I'm di- on a different level up right now. Mm-hmm. I, the pandemic was one of the best things that could have happened to me mm-hmm. because, um, shoot, I'm, I'm one of the 4.0 club. So I've been running around the world since I was 15. Mm-hmm. So this whole year off, 
Like that's the old, this is the longest in my life I've ever sat down. Wow. I would have a whole baby and be outside two weeks later, be like, when she get her shots, we out, we on the road. <laughs> so <laughs> to finally have to like just literally sit your ass down and handle your business, I literally started everything from scratch, leveled up, and and the glow is translucent. But I'm doing great. What Look, is Mo doing now? Honestly, I, I picked a side. Like I realized people heard me talk, people saw me on reality TV, but people love me most when I sing. Mm-hmm. So back in the studio, literally during the pandemic, when everything was shut down, I um was like, it's time to get back to singing because I haven't lost my voice and I haven't lost like I haven't missed a beat. And I'm not trying to compete with anybody like with the young artists. I got my own lane and I realized that the lane that I created still hasn't been like I'm I'm an R&B singer that has a rapper's name, the tattoos, the hairstyles. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all oh, that is coming back. And people's like, yo. Mom, I'm going to give you your flowers because you've been setting trends for 20. I literally just celebrated 20 years of my first album. Based being on out a, a true story. Yeah. yeah. Why did you stop doing music? Let me ask that question. Because I know when you do radio and reality TV, it's just like I knew that when I had to do rumor reports or entertainment and stuff, because it was considered a conflict of interest, I knew that when you do radio, you have to be focused on that. So there were times I would have to go on tour and I would be waking up in the morning and be in a different city, have to broadcast. It's just like, it's it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, yo, I, I didn't want to burn myself out. So now that I'm just focused on singing and just like people just like, yo, Mo, we miss you. And I'm booked and busy and crazy now. Like I just came out. Like people are literally paying me a lot of money. And that's why I was like, I'm glad I fell back because it felt like people was paying me to go away. Now that they, they miss you, they just like, bitch, what's the ticket? And I'm like, oh, if is rappers, baby mothers is getting it's to just sit there, but y'all want me to come sing? Yo, I need that bag. I got five kids. And you got records. You got records yeah. you can still perform. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, that still transcend and translate well now Absolutely. to to this generation. It's crazy. People like, yo, I grew up to your songs. was j- just in Atlanta what's the, the day before this. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls, she owns two clubs and the is lit. Young chick, she My was club, like, shout her out. Uh, I love the shout out. Nouveau ATL. Nouveau ATL. So it's one in ATL, one in Jonesboro. So I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I thought it was owned by, I ain't gonna hold you, by a rich white man, because mm-hmm. the way it was set up. But it was a young black girl. She was like, Dope. I grew up to your music. And she said, when I opened this location, I just had to have you here. So wow. just to see, her, my song was out when she was like five, six years old. Now she owning two clubs and them shits is up and just amazing and beautiful. So I was just like, damn. So. My, yeah. my my favorite Mo song I can't even find on the streaming services, and I'd be looking for it. Oh. Gangster, over the oh, yeah, they uh, took that off. what was that? Gin and Juice beat. Yeah, I got love and we had a for remix these streets because um, these streets are part of me. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it, it gangster because I guess it like we couldn't say gangster back then, so it was probably scared the consumer. What? But now you can say I'm gonna kill everybody in this bitch and get away with it. Oh, oh, I yeah. thought it was the beat because of maybe. No, we paid it for that. It was a single, right? It was a yeah. single. Yeah. yeah. And we did. Jay Brown hooked it up. Like, that's how when I first met Snoop, he took me to Snoop House with one, the house in the Cali where the Coyotes is at, where you can't be outside. Oh, they will eat your ass up. Mm-hmm. So I did the remix with Snoop, and then I started working with all of them. Like, the doors was open back then. So it's just like, I, I miss that feeling. Mm-hmm. So I want that again. And everybody just been showing love and saluting. And so. I'm going to run it up. All right, we got more with Little Mo when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, what up? Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Little Mo. No, Mo, how's, how's the love life, Mo? I love looking at your page to get inspiration. Just like, yo, I'm really to a point where I ain't got to be attached to no n- 
mm-hmm. to to level up. Like mm-hmm. I really realized, like, damn, every time I I used to get irked or upset when somebody be like, damn, bitch, every time I turn around, you would have knew. I'd be like, well, stop turning around then. <laughs> like, <laughs> you feel me? But now it's just like, focus on you, Mo. Focus on your glow. Focus okay. on these kids. Because at the end of the day, I'm a single mom of five. Like, you got to make this happen. One thing about me is I'm a hustler. So it's it, you just got to make it do what it do. You think Period. you had a lot of trauma bonds with people? Yeah. Mm. And what's crazy was that's not how I was raised. My parents are about to celebrate 46 years of being married. Wow, congratulations. And they're both, wow. thank you. Like, I was like, ain't nobody but Jesus been with somebody that long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think y'all y'all going to y'all gonna make it to them numbers. I ain't going to mm-hmm. make them football numbers. Because I was just like, damn, after this. Like, my was like 666. I felt like uh, somebody must have worked the root or something like that. On damn, me. really? Hold on. Yeah. There you go, that root. Yeah. So listen, hold on. Six years, six years, six years? Yeah. 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 That's the right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, that's the mark of the beast so i was just like nah i'm through it all that because i always see the good in people and i always try to you know bring Mm -hmm. that out but then it wasn't looking good on the like to the world it just looked like damn this bitch can't stay married it's like nah i can stay married can't stay faithful and that's not how i grew up so i grew up around family so when i was attracting things that people that wasn't conducive to the way i grew up that started affecting my business right. and my brand it's just like nah I can't do that if it was hurting me and then to see what I had to go through the public eye from domestic abuse mm-hmm. and from just like a drug addiction like shit like that like I knew that hurt my family I was tired of hurting myself and hurting my family so I literally had to level up I had to fucking grow up did any of the kids tell you to, to stop bringing dudes home no okay cause what's crazy is I would be married to them, but my dudes be like like they wouldn't be around them my parents honestly raised my daughters. They mm-hmm. was like, we'll just keep them away. And even with my, like, it's just weird. I have a whole husband. My kids wouldn't even. Acknowledge him. Yeah. Wow. Did you do anything in regards to your mental health and your emotional well-being? Did you start yeah. going to therapy? Did you? Yes. And okay. because of the pandemic, we had to do it with t- telepathy. Therapy. Yeah. And te- I actually te- uh, did it tele- with my... Telehealth. Yeah, telehealth. Yeah. And I did it with my sons because I wanted to be sure that you know, you'll never know what kids are going through. And I never wanted them to grow and be like, well, Ma, you got married so many times and so that made me. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, nah, like, don't, whatever my demons or my darkness, I don't want that to, I don't want my sins to transcend down to my children. But mentally, I didn't realize how mentally f-ed up I was because I was always the person front line and joining in people's stuff and like, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a salute, I'm a show love. And then when that love wasn't coming back mm-hmm. or the respect wasn't there, I was just like, nah. I'm not going out like that. I worked too hard, too many years, put too much blood, sweat, and f- this, and almost died. Because that's why I'm just like, my manager's like, oh, you ain't got your baby here stuff. I'm like, nah, f- that. The reason why this shit right here like this, remember I got bust upside my head? Mm-hmm. 23 stitches. What is it? Huh? This is with stitches. So oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's my reminder. I got tattoos and I got the scars to prove that I've been, three days before my first album came out, June 23rd. Like, my sh- somebody bust me upside my sh- Like, I'm an R&B singer. What the f***? But now I made you up my no fight. No, I was leaving a club in uh, San Francisco, mm. and it was an R and B night. And a guy just came. Was like, "Little Mo, wow, bust my." Sh-. And I was like, "Oh shoot, my I was on the West Coast, and my dad was on the East Coast, and blood was dripping down my head." And I was like, "Get my dad on the phone, cause I know he'll pray for me, cause I was like, I do not want to die." For what? Just like just randomly, just, just random. They was like, it was a lot going on that night. Anyway, like I remember, I think I did the show. Was I know Case was there. 
It was a couple of the artists. People like they was just wilding that mm -hmm. night. The random person, just they a catch random. The person, they get arrested or nothing. To this day, no. And uh, wow. I just remember just, damn, I gotta get on a flight like this. And remember when Martin Fort Tommy Hearns and his head swelled mm -hmm. up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My head swelled up like I was just like two days Yo. before your album came out. Yep. And think about that. That's a trauma you probably have never unpacked ever. You just, you just, so you just kept, you kept it moving. Yeah, that's one thing about me. Even from my divorces, I didn't realize. Like I literally be like, all right. Well, I'll file, get it over with, boom, boom, I'm out. And I never dealt with, like, damn, like, how is this affecting you? How is this affecting your kids? Like, yeah. all that shit has an effect. And I realized I was, I don't know why I started attracting, like, so many damaged people. I think it's because I have a naturally healing nature. So I thought I could really heal everybody. I thought I was, like, Benny Hinn or somebody. But I'm like, nah, uh, bitch, you're broken. So what the f Like, there how you is you go. trying to heal people? And I had to admit that. And once you admit that, and stop blaming on people because oh, of this and that. I was just like, yo, I had to take ownership and accountability for all my actions, the things that I accepted, that I allowed, that I took part in. You know what I'm saying? And and that's a hard pill to swallow when you got to stand in that mirror and be like, yo, like, bitch, what you want your legacy mm -hmm. to be? There's still so much hustle and drive and focus and and money out here to get. Word up, word so, up. Shoot. Man, I'm not taking nothing for granted no more. Mm -mm. Wow, we appreciate you for joining us. Thank you so much. Little Mo, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What up, y'all? It's DJ MV. For nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with The General. Call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com to get a hassle-free quote today. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. It's topic time. Pick up the phone, baby. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, this morning, somebody called and made a confession on Get It Off Your Chest. Here it was. Starting off, you know, I've been married to my beautiful wife for, for 10 years now. Uh, we have four kids together. Uh, we have about 10 grandkids. Uh, everybody, you know, uh, this little young girl at the office, just, you know, I kept avoiding, I kept avoiding, I couldn't avoid her anymore. And just, you know, uh, I slipped up, man. And wife out. Oh, my out. goodness. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel sorry for you. Black men don't cheat. So now we're asking. Do you have a confession? Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Greg. I'm in Macon. How are you? What's up, bro? You got a confession? Go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to give a confession to uh, someone I'm in love with. It's my first time doing this. His name is Aaron, so I hope he's listening. I just sent him a birthday gift. Okay. That's okay. Cute. Does he know that you... I guess now they know... Is that a guy or girl? It's a guy. Um, yeah, okay. he knows. We confessed our feelings before, but um, I got a situation I'm trying to handle before I commit to a new relationship. Oh, you trying to break up with somebody? No, no, my ex is actually live with me, to be honest. So it's like I got to, you know, get rid what? of this one before I move on to something else. I don't know if I like this for Aaron. You know what I mean? Because I, I always say the way you get them, what they say, the way you get them is how you how they leave you. What they say? The way you get them is the how you keep them. The way you get them is the way you keep them. There you go. Something like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like you might do the same thing to Aaron, get tired of him and then move on to somebody else. Oh, no, because I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about them. Now? Now? Oh, no, this is before. This has been well over a year. So you done hit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why everybody do the same laugh when they done hit? <laughs> okay. All right, so you like them. Okay, all right. Yeah. Just make sure it's, it's love and not lust, bro. I got you. 
Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? This is Anonymous. Anonymous, man. You got a confession? Go ahead, go. Cheating on my wife for the past about a year and a half. You disgusting individual, oh you. Gosh. Look at me judging, because uh, I've been clean all these years. What are you? What's your race? Uh, Afro-American. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you know all what right. it is. So why, Black men don't cheat. So I don't know what you're talking mean, about. Are you going to stop cheating or are you planning to leave your wife? I mean, I, I don't, I, I, I'm kind of in a pickle now because we got one on the way. So, uh, yeah. Who I, got, who I, got I, one I, on the way? You and the girl you was cheating with? No, no, oh, me and the wife. His wife. Oh, oh, she got other things to worry about. So what you, what you, what you plan, what you going to tell her later on in life? Are you, uh, you want to come okay. clean now? No, I don't. Are you going to stop cheating? Yes. Yeah, we just gotta get our stuff together. You gonna have to take this to your pastor, bro. You have to take this to your pastor or your therapist. But I mean, eventually, your conscience is never gonna truly be clean until you tell your uh, your wife, bro. I yeah, just, yeah. just don't put that's that stress on her right now because she's pregnant. You little black yeah, boy. But when are you going to when are you going to stop cheating? Is the question. Probably after the baby born. You little black boy. See, black men don't cheat. You still a young boy. That's why you still doing this. Why would you do that to your wife, man? While she pregnant, you crazy. Like, pregnant poom poom is the best. My wife just had her baby. Yeah, it is the best if they offering it up. But if they ain't offering it up, then it ain't nothing. If they not offering it up, don't uh, worry about it. That's very, your wife. This sounds very selfish. Yes. This sounds very selfish to me. Do you know what a woman is going through, what her body's going through that she'll never but this, know? But this happened way before she even got pregnant. This started. This. So this you been a hoe? Pregnant then. Huh? You been a holding. Well, yeah. Well, she knew that when she got with me. Oh, Lord. Boy, the, boy, when your world come crashing down, burning, please call us and tell us. Okay? Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear oh, how boy. bad this ends for Hopefully you. Hopefully that doesn't happen. It's absolutely going to happen. Okay? You can't run from it. Whenever you are. Listen, you ever see in color purple when Sealy point that finger and say, ain't no good going to come to you till you do right by me? Yeah, I remember You got that, that finger in your hole right now. Oh, my God. That's right. Well, twirl it around. All right, man. Have a blessed day. Hello, who's this? Now, I have, I have a quick question, though, before we do this. Uh, since we've never done this before, is this a no-judgment zone? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, this is a no-judgment zone right here, man. Well, not okay. really, but continue. That's all I need to know, because when people go and do confessions, they don't judge you, right? That so. is true. That is true. Damn, I told that man to put silly finger in his b Okay. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Mavar. What's up, man? You got a confession? Um, so, uh, I've been with my girl for about seven years now. She's not uh, not black, but um, I've been feeling lately that I, I really want to come back to black women. <laughs> what race is she? I'm not laughing at you. What race is she? Uh, I'm sorry. She, um, Eastern European. So she's Caucasian? Yeah. This guy's not Eastern European. Hey, what the hell? <laughs> no, no, but what I'm saying is... What, but I'm saying that she's not from here. Like, she what? Okay. She's not from, she's not here, from here. You know? Oh, she's a foreigner. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, she's not yeah. American. Right, right. Y'all been together seven years? Uh, a little longer, probably. How old is she? Uh, uh, I think I gave too much information already. Just tell me. How old is she? Just tell me. Uh, She's over 30. Oh, so the milk's starting to spoil okay. is what you say. Nah, <laughs> wow. nah. I'm telling you, it's not even like that. It's just she's a good woman. She treats me wonderful. It's just you know. She don't understand your struggle. Uh, 
a lot of times I feel like that, you know. Mm. Okay, so you want to break up with her and you would like to get back to dating black women. See, I, it's, it's like it's a weird situation because, you know, I still love her. I, you know, she treats me good. I still, you know, want to be with her. But, you know, I've been having these feelings, you know, lately that, damn, you know, like, I feel like we like growing apart as far as like, you know, how we um, understand each other, you know. You should talk to her. You should ask her. You should say, what are we doing for the Black Lives Matter movement? And if she feels like y'all not doing enough, then you tell her you might want to introduce, you know, bringing a, a black woman into y'all situation. Right, right. No, that's not right, sir. I'm freaking big. Come on, guy. I'm not being serious. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. What should I do, man? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. you're, in a, you're in a tough situation. You're about to break that woman's heart. These are just confessions. That's this right. These are just confessions. confessions. I'm not here to give you no advice. We're not here to give you no advice. You gonna, you gonna break that woman's heart. I'm not for breaking somebody's heart. You know, just because you decide and you wanna, you know, come back to the sisters. That's still a human being at the end of the day. You're right. You're right. All right. Well, you made your white bed. Hey, hey, you made your white bed. Not lying. It. All right. Thanks, guys. Good morning, by the uh, way. I mean, uh, like, but, but, but but seriously, though, <laughs> if you're not into her anymore, you should tell her. Don't waste that young lady's time. You know what I'm saying? She might want to move on with her life as well. All right, we got more Don't Move. It's the best of The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Yeah, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Got a special guest. He only come up here when he got something to promote. <laughs> Even though he could come up here anytime you know he wants to. But I use my friends he, he at do, the right time. His <laughs> name is Little Duval. What's up? I see you cutting off your grades nowadays. Yeah, no, I had, yeah, I had you got the little baby out. face. I had let it grow yeah. out for a little bit to be a granddaddy for a little bit, but now I'm a, I'm a zaddy now. You a, a little zaddy? zaddy? I'm a zaddy now. I cut it off. I meant to get another haircut because now the white's growing back. You see the white. What's friends? wrong with that? You used to give people hair for shaving their face off. I don't care. You, I still got the gray right here now. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> I still got the not in my hair. Now Envy, Envy should be here because Envy, Envy. That's why he's not here. Envy grayed all the way. Both, he died in his I think both of them avoided you today. To be honest with you, I think. <laughs> Envy, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see because I I could see in person like on camera yeah. all that all that look real but in person I wanted to see like is you got paint in your face boy no Envy don't look real on camera he don't look Envy real. got the worst paint job <laughs> in New York City yeah Envy grow his hair out? I don't know you know I want to bet Envy five thousand dollars Envy if you listen to this <laughs> I got five thousand dollars for you if you let your hair grow out till December who you think got a better paint job Envy Cali or Kevin Hart. Uh, Cali ain't no joke. <laughs> Cali, Cali boy, he super black. Like he used like Negro spiritual black. <laughs> well, let's talk about your special. This is your first special, right? Yeah, this is my first special, man. Like he cheating too. He ain't telling no jokes. Yeah, I told I told half jokes, half music, and I put a lot of people on. That's just what my comedy is. That's like that's why I see what what comedy is evolving into. It's like like a Vegas show. Like that's what I do. My show. My show is comedy, music, entertainment, and fun. And you had uh, who on there? Pretty V on there. Pretty V on there. You know Jay Ski on there. Jay Ski on there. Thing. Um, Brisha. Brisha Webb. She showed love. Navy Green. Nah, hosting he on there. So I got I get not only I I did my thing. I put a lot of people on there too to show love. And even though comedians have always been doing records, you got every comedian trying to make a song now. 
Even yeah, the white so ones. Two Andrew the wrong people I've noticed uh-huh. with, that, with making music. But I mean, it is what it is. If it's making you, if it's making you feel good and and you having a good time with it, do it. You know, that's what I did. I didn't do it to to blow up. I did it because I loved to do it. It just so happened that song stuck. But you always been making music, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've been doing it. That's how I got in the comedy game. I was mm-hmm. a musical mm-hmm. comedian. When I first started, they told me that wasn't comedy. Now look, everybody doing it. Yeah. What you been doing during the pandemic other than pissing people off, man? Living my best life per usual. I didn't change too much because what I do, I, I I was damn near like that before the pandemic. Well, pissing people off, we know. Well, that, but at the same time, the way I live, the way I move. Yeah. I, I always used to wear masks even before this because I used to like to move around and just <laughs> go around so people didn't know who I was, but... Ain't nothing changed for me. Yeah. I had a great time. Like, I mean, of course, with the lives that passed, but at the same time, in my mind, like I told you when we used to be on the phone, if it was as bad as they said it was, we was going to die. So I, that's how I had in my mind. So in my mind, it was like, hey, man, if it's going to be this bad, I'm going to live my best life like my man Kool-Aid did. And that's what I did. Yeah, you, call, you called Duval. Did you get, did you get COVID? I probably caught that thing about two, three times. <laughs> you did have it, though. Yeah, I had it. I mean, we all had it. I think everybody, anybody that told you they didn't, you don't realize somebody had it until after you told them you had it. You're like, yeah, I had it, too. <laughs> I think all when we was all in Anguilla, I think all of us had I it. I think we all called it in, in Anguilla. That's Messing right. around with Charlamagne on New Year's. Everybody somebody, was sick. I ain't going to say their name, but somebody was sick as f- at that goddamn... Everybody um, was sick. At that, at that party we had in New Year's. <laughs> Everybody was sick, and I, I, think I, I was the most sickest before they even Corona. They even acknowledged it. Like I was messed up like that January. Yeah. And then afterwards, I got messed up again. Then I got messed up again. Then I got messed. And hey, so you caught it three times Damn. for real. I think every time I catch a cold, I think I got Corona. But you've been between Florida and Georgia, so it's a good possibility. Nah, we immune down there. Did you know anybody that died? Like, yeah, a couple people. I'm talking about in that area. Like you saw them party in one week. Nope. Damn. Nope. I mean, I do know some people that. That got messed up from it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like my man, I know my man got messed up from it, but we lived through it, man. Yeah. Are there any permanent changes you feel like you would make in life since the pandemic? Because obviously things have changed somewhat, even if it's not as drastic as it is in other places. Is there anything that you're like, mm, do this differently from now on? No. <laughs> <laughs> if I would, yeah, I'd be lying because I'm programmed how I am. I'm going to live like this. I'm going to die like this. Well, there's somebody in the room that won't argue with you, man, because, you know, Uh-oh. that tweet you put out where you said men over 30 shouldn't have other men over 30 as roommates really stung his soul. Who? Dramos. You a roommate? Nah, I, used to, I, 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 I did it until, until recently. Hit dogs be hollering, man. Let me tell you, man. Honestly, I was just tweeting. I did not know it was going to affect people like this, especially men, because usually when you talk about men, we just laugh and move on. But this resonated so hard in y'all soul. I didn't know it was that many 30-year-old roommates. Because times is hard out here, man. People mm-hmm. gotta... It ain't hard out here in the South, because they getting that PPP loan. That's that, true. Y'all need to get a PPP loan. But y'all men, bull- men out here shacking up, man, for financial reasons, man. Yeah, and see what made me see that? I knew my homeboy, they was down in Miami stunting. Yeah. But they roommates. So you was on one yeah, person. Yeah, I was on one person. That's usually how all my tweets be. They be one person and everybody else take them personal. Stop taking my tweets personal in your own personal life. Can Dramos defend himself? I want to hear Go ahead and defend yourself. I don't care, but go ahead. I mean, because I think y'all are old, so you don't understand what it's like. How old are you? Oh, from the bottom. 30. 
You ain't you old too. Anything after thirty is old. Listen, young but, but, but I grew up in a different generation, bro. Jobs don't pay what they used to. Cities are expensive as hell to live in. And first of all, y'all make it sound like some sort of gay shacking up. Jamas, Jamas, Jamas. We did not say nothing like that. We did not say nothing like that. It is That's a full fledged relationship for real. No, it is not. It is. In the South, if you live with somebody for more than three years, it's common law marriage. Common law marriage. Can't kick you out, you know that, right? Your roommate can't really kick you out, literally. I mean, legally, they can't, can't. kick you out. Y'all together, I'm just man. I'm giving you some advice just in case you and shack up again, bro. I'm, if me and my former roommate were dating, y'all two are definitely dating. What you mean? We don't ever live together. You spent New Year's oh together on vacation together. Yeah, okay. uh, with family right. and friends. Let me tell you the difference. Though. Hold up, hold up. Let me tell you the difference. Go ahead. We ain't mad what you said. Though. <laughs> you got offended. I didn't get offended. You got offended. Got, first of all, let me tell you how you offended because we're talking about it now. I was over. Let me. I didn't even realize. I y'all was offended to the next day uh, and I went back on Twitter I was like oh they mad <laughs> I did not know like it ain't that serious uh, don't take nothing I say that serious dramas, what? dramas you should have just led with you know I just purchased a home recently I did so I did so I'm why saying. is it that, hey, if, if that's why what are we you all telling stuff, me alright if it make you feel better <laughs> I had a roommate in my 20s Okay. For a couple years. And like, you know, I lived with hey, my mom at 32. Like, if it make you feel bad, like, it's not that serious. I'm not upset. I'm not hurt. This is why it's so hard to tell a joke, because they want to <laughs> yeah. every f***ing joke you do. And the only thing I say is, it's nothing wrong with two men living together, but they got to have two bathrooms. You can't share one Y'all bathroom. Y'all sharing the bathroom? Bro, you know, you don't, you've seen, have, you ever New, have you ever lived in New York City? That's what move? Like everybody else. <laughs> move like everybody else that got sense. Atlanta is booming right now. You can't find a house in Atlanta because everybody with sense is moving down south. Like certain stuff, if you can't afford it, move. I saved my money and I bought a house, so I was smart about it. What I'm saying is you got a lot of people that, uh, and listen, it's a joke, it's a joke. I'm not really offended by it, but a lot of people, oh, a lot of people do feel upset about it. You see how he moved like, on from sharing that, that toilet with that n***a, though, uh -huh. right? He yeah, moved on. Did, did you share a toilet? <laughs> What that got to do with anything? But yeah. did you share a toilet? But what does that have to do with anything? You got a house now, so it don't matter. Now, this is your come up story. And he told me behind the scenes story. how uncomfortable it was. Everybody got a come up story. Yeah. He told me he told me, he told me he sat on the toilet seat after his homeboy one time and it was warm. He was like, that was the only time it was real uncomfortable. Yeah, I sit on the same toilet. Have you never used a public restroom? I've never restroom? used, no, whenever, in the last 20 years, I've used my own toilet. <laughs> I never, another man has never sat on my toilet. Bro, as much as you travel, you never sat. Another sat. man has never sat on my toilet. Not even in my hotel. Ask Jay Ski. They got to go to a whole nother room if they got to pee. I don't play Even it. if they got to pee? Even if they got to pee. Nah, you be just peeing everywhere. That is true. You Like, wow. I know what I do. So I know what they going to do. <laughs> I don't let no man take a shower in my shower. I have a question. I have a question. Why do guys pee on the toilet seat and not put it up and not pee in the toilet? Because if it ain't your toilet, you don't care. <laughs> I try. Even when I'm aiming, my wife will complain Sometimes, about his pee like, on the floor. After you Sometimes the pee go everywhere. So, yeah. So, you know. All right, we got more with little Duval when we come back. Let's get into his joint. Smile. Be that was Smile, Little Duval. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Little Duval. Charlemagne? Now, I want to ask you some stuff you be asking people on Twitter, man. Oh, Lord. What's, what's the dumbest shit you ever did for a woman you loved and now you regret it? Balled everything. I balled them everything and let them <laughs> keep it after we break up. Like what? They leave with a great severance package. <laughs> <laughs>
man. You can't take stuff. You can't take gifts back. That's, you know. <laughs> like, but after a while, you be like, damn, I shouldn't have gave it that shit. What's the most expensive thing you bought? Tiffany ring, uh, a house, a cars. A house? You bought somebody a you house? You left a woman with a house? You ain't never tell me that one now. We'll talk Sheesh. later. A house? <laughs> We'll talk later, man. Dramas. She's still living it? We'll talk later, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk later, man. Y'all won't get that juice. God damn. We'll talk later. But I ain't mad at nothing. Was, like, was it like a nice house? You ain't gonna get none of that tea. A modular home? <laughs> I got a show coming out living my best life. I talk about it on the show. Y'all watch it. It's on pay-per-view right now. It's an all-black... All black. It's an all black network too. I went all black. Oh, so y'all can't Johnson. say I'm not supporting all black. I went all black on my first special, so support it. What about um somebody kidnapped your old lady and held her for a hundred thousand dollar ransom? What you doing? She held. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you talking about? You're not gonna pay for your old lady, I'm gonna give man. Her a post. We, I'm gonna give her a deep post with a caption. <laughs> I'm gonna give a deep post with a caption and act like I just missed it. I'm like, man, I was just about to send the money and everything. Yeah, but she gone. How you gonna ask people the question, but you that's your answer for real? Yeah, I asked it. They could have gave you that answer too, but that's my answer. Damn. You know what it is? Me and my old lady talked about it. Like, what if, you know what it is, right? If we go to one of these countries they, has... they kidnap you, <laughs> you kidnap. <laughs> well, you say you... What if they had Charlotte? What if they had Charlemagne for ransom for a hundred thousand? I give them five thousand. We gotta negotiate five thousand. <laughs> I got five thousand for you, man. Ain't nobody getting past past ten. My daughter, that's it. Okay, what about when you said um a lot of these got a sugar daddy too? Who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I got a new show called Living My Best Life. <laughs> special, first special ever. <laughs> Shout out to you, you throw me under this. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Won't happen. Won't happen. It feels, like he, know, it feels like he knows the up, answer okay. already. Oh. <laughs> I talk about it on my special. That's okay. Listen, I don't think there's nothing wrong with having a sponsor, man. You call him a sugar daddy. I call him a sponsor, man. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Who, who I'm talking about, Shawna, man? What made you put stars in your priest? <laughs> <laughs> now you want to switch this. <laughs> oh. Listen. Uh, but for real, you did put stars in the Prius. Yeah, man, to let these niggas know it's going to be a hot boy summer. See the boys up. <laughs> and this is why I don't like interviewing with, with my friends, man. They don't never do right. No, I just asked a question, man. Why are you sweating? Because it's hot in here. You got on, I'm trying to figure out why you not sweating and you got leather pants on. Hey, because it's my special pants. Like my, just... my stand-up special <laughs> My Nick, stand up special. Oh, wow. Nick, you see him? You know, every comedian wear leather. I didn't wear them a special. I was I wondering. Wanted, I wanted to be like the rat pack. Man, them <laughs> hot as hell. And nah, they feel good. We up. It's still cold up here in, in New York. Like, I don't know why y'all still up here, but <laughs> y'all would... are the only two <laughs> left up here. <laughs> you might be right. You, I'm up, I'm up. Everybody else down in Atlanta. Uh, you ain't here. I'm in uh, Turks and Caicos. Turks and Caicos. NBA like, here. I don't know what the hell NBA at. I done told Charlemagne this a thousand times. Why don't y'all buy something in the islands like, like me? I done told y'all this a thousand times. I plan to. Think about how much you done spent vacationing. I'm and already, nine, I'm here looking. And nine times out of ten, is just going to the Caribbeans. And all the Caribbeans is the same on each island. So just pick an island so, that you like the most and buy something. My thing is trying, trying to figure to teach out my if I want to... <laughs> if I want to buy land and build something or if I want to buy something that's already Either way, do one or the other. It depends yeah. on how much time you got. If you got a lot of time, because when you deal with islanders, they slow as hell. 
So if you got a lot of time, then build something. But if you don't, just buy something. Damn, you're you going to be doing seminars soon, man. No, I ain't. No, I'm not that. I'm not Envy. <laughs> you need to. It's going to be DJ Envy, Lil Duval, and Flippin' MJ. Yeah, Flippin' MJ. <laughs> MJ, my size, no. <laughs> I lost 62 pounds with. <laughs> I lost 62 pounds of flipping engine. I feel it. Look like a new man. <laughs> he renovated his body. Before I sold houses, I was nothing. Now look at me. Oh, here's another one. Here's another one you tweeted. Have you ever taken your advice and said mid argument, I see why your ex broke up with you? Too? Yeah, I do that all the time. You and mug. Because you, you never know. Like, you try to hear their point of view, and then you be like, you know what? After like two weeks of hearing that, you're like, you know what? I can definitely see where they're coming from. Damn. And then you stop, you stop answering their call. How did your old I man... got a friend like that right now. And you ain't, I see where you're going, Charlamagne. It don't work on me, Charlamagne. What are you talking I about? I see where you go. It's not going to work. I just was going to ask, I what, see where it's what going. would a woman I say? I know all your tactics because we practice them the day before on other people. It's not going to work. Move on to the next tweet. I'm really just trying to get you to tell one story, you know, man. That's so happen. funny, It man. ain't going to happen. Nope. I Be direct. What's the story? What's the story? Hopefully Be direct. It's living my best life. Hopefully he put it in a special right or something. <laughs> It won't be in this special. It'll be in the special like 10 I'll years tell you this. Now. It's the funniest Lil Duval story of all time. <laughs> and that says a lot. Man, whatever you were what smoking you got me coughing. You high already? Hell what? yeah. I wish I could smoke on this show. What the hell was you smoking? Nope. Good. Don't do it. Good. What made you, Did what made you decide Have anybody to... smoked on here yet? Snoop. Yes. Okay. So Ray Schmerman. Ray Schmerman lit up in there. Yeah. I'm going to let Ray Schmerman get over me. I can see Snoop. But Ray, bro? <laughs> Ray? Right. That's fucked up, bro. I think they just did it, though. I'll tell you what happened. Charlemagne told them it was okay for them to smoke, even though it wasn't. That's what happened. Ain't nobody ever asked. Can I smoke? I don't care. I don't got nothing to do. I mean, listen, I'm saying I don't know the rules, though. I don't care. It turned into a, you know the rules, and it turned into a whole big thing. It did? Yes, it did. No, y'all popping now. You can do it the you want to do now but, let me ask you this what made you decide to do a special after all this time right because i'm sure you had other opportunities to do some but what made you decide now is the right time because i thought other things were more important at the time you know what i'm saying like and i mean specials are always going to be there but at the same time specials are like albums now mm -hmm. and do people really care about albums like that anymore Depends who it is. Yeah, it depends yeah. on who it is, mm -hmm. exactly. So mm -hmm. so I wanted to get to a point where I was one of the that it depends on who it was. What is your favorite stand-up special, though, that you've seen? I don't watch none of them I really don't. You, you watch, watch Bill Burr? I did, but I didn't even watch all that. But okay. the part I did watch, I like watching people that just don't give a like me. But see, the difference is they, they on a whole nother level, too. He had a point. That's where every comedian want to be at, a point where no matter what you say, they don't care. Yeah, and I feel like I'm at that on, in my in my world, but I want to be at that in all worlds. I think that's impossible nowadays. I think even if they know you to be that, they are gonna still find ways to be offended. That's the thing, right? To be yeah. able, if you you can say whatever it is you want to say, you just got to be able to deal with whatever the backlash. And is. I feel like I'm like that because I'm so immune and scorned to it just just from being on social media. Me and you all, the ain't nobody been through more stuff than me and you. I get yeah. canceled every month. Yeah, it's, it's so I'm so immune to the bull. It's it's almost like I'm scorned from it. Yeah. I don't even notice when I'm being, being, uh, I running. don't even be over there. People be hitting me like, you know, they're going in on you. I'm like, for real? All right, we got more with Little Duval when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with little Duval. Yee. You see they're upset about Prince Charming now? No, what happened? And, um, Bring me up on game. You know how, how he kisses... Um, no did not, she did not give consent for Prince Charming to kiss her and wake her up, Sleeping Beauty. So now they're trying to say that's wrong. <laughs> it's not okay to kiss a woman. Oh, you talking about Sleeping Beauty or Snow you're White? You talking about the real, the real, the real yes, movie. Isn't it? Oh, wait, is it Snow White? Who is it? I'm going to show it to the, you. Um, the Disney. Um, yes, man. So, <laughs> so that's a charge now. <laughs> yes, man. And y'all wonder why I won't tell no more stories about back in the day in Daytona. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Disneyland's new Snow White ride criticized for including Prince Charming's non-consensual kiss. Snow White okay, was dead. White. The kiss brought her back to life. She didn't ask for it, though. <laughs> they saying that about CPR. You sent me something earlier, so you can't do CPR, Those people, people that get mad like that, I be wanting to sit there and talk to them, like person, not what they post. I want to sit there and ask them questions. And if you talk to them, they'll realize it really ain't that big of a deal. Yeah. They just they just need something right. to talk to. Like, But what they don't realize well, is okay. they're building up to society, care about it more. You care about something that's not really a big deal. And it makes the society feel like it's a bigger deal. And now we make it a big deal because now people's emotions get evolved in. And then it's not that like. Yeah, on, in, my, in my mind, I be thinking, how privileged are you that the only thing you got to complain about in your life is, is whether or are. not Prince Charming's kiss was consensual with Snow White? By the way, it's way worse things than Snow White, by the way. It's way I don't want to talk forget about it. Right Snow, now. Snow don't talk White, about it on this show because somehow it's going to correlate to what no, we're I'm doing. Just, Snow White mama <laughs> died during the childbirth. Hmm. Nobody want to talk about the maternal death rate? Nobody want to talk about Revenge of the Nerds movies. No, we definitely want to talk about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You see what no. I'm saying? Let's move on. Now, would you fight Floyd Mayweather for $250,000? You tweeted that, too. Hey, man, I let him knock my jaw off. For $250? That's mil, all? Nah, mil. I need a mil. Oh, Joe Cinco getting a mil to fight? Yeah. Yeah, he fighting under the undercard. Under under Who are you fighting? I don't know. He don't, we fight, don't know I'll yet. I'll fight him for a mil. I'll fight Ocho Cinco for a mil. Ocho. You want to fight? That's going to be a short-ass fight. I don't care. Ooh, hey, y'all keep playing it with is. boxing, though. One punch a can kill you. short-ass fight. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> she'll be on my Living My Best Life tour. <laughs> One punch can kill you if you get hit the wrong way, bro. Not if you know how to fall. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I get people to watch. You going to let them hit you? Man, I... I know how the fall. What happens is it be the second hit and the third hit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But that yeah. first hit, boy, ain't nobody gonna spin like I spin. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Put a couple M's in there. Put a couple M's and throw some of them um, coins that everybody buying. Bitcoin. Yeah. Throw some of those cryptos and, and Dooge and what is it? Dougie, Dougie Howard? I forgot what, Do what is it? Dogecoin. Throw some of them in there and I'm ready to fight. I'm gonna go run a couple laps and do a couple swimming. <laughs> Get my body right. <laughs> How much time I got? When the fight? It's in Miami in June. Oh, nah, it's deep. Oh, yeah, we're going to be. Oh. You don't have time. You got to get more preparation. I think he already got an opponent, though. Who, Ocho Cinco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, thought yeah. you said But nobody wants to see you in I Ocho. I think he didn't announce it yet. Nobody don't want to see Mayweather in, mm -hmm. in uh, what is it? No, Logan I'm not watching Perry, it. I'm definitely Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Like yeah, Paul yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is how bored entertainment has got. Damn, ain't <laughs> like, it? Really watching Mayweather and Logan Paul or. Is it Logan Paul? Logan What's, Paul. That let the audience know, like, we really slow as an audience, because this is all that we see as entertainment. That's why Charlamagne always tell me I work too hard. Yes. Because it's like, it's <laughs> too easy to make money entertaining now. Like, you ain't even got to have that much sense. 
And I'd be overthinking this shit, and then, come, and then you see somebody do nothing, and they make millions. So and you on there, you on your living my best I'm life special, here, I'm sweating, over here sweating, <laughs> working during the pandemic, trying to make people happy, still on the road, dancing, dancing, singing, tap dancing, got a, got a band. <laughs> I had pyro and everything coming out by the by the eighth show. I was like, man, cut that shit out, man. <laughs> you had pyro too. I had all that. Shit. When I first started that tour, I was like, man, boy, I'm finna That's go. That's expensive. Yeah, I realized that by the, by the six, seven show. Did you make any money? Hell no. I ain't make, that's another thing. What? <laughs> man, I made less money on that tour than I made just, just before it. Hold on. So wasn't the tour sponsored? No, we went half. <laughs> no. That's what happens when you do independent. You yeah, know? yeah, But I was yeah. cool with it. Like, I really enjoyed the tour. The fact that I did my own tour and we did all those cities and they was all sold out. I was mm -hmm. just happy to do that. And like, I could say I did my own tour. So. And you said, I mean, I didn't go broke off of it, but the fact that I took everybody on tour that was down with me from day one, that was gratifying in itself. Did they make any money? Yeah, they made probably more than me. Damn, and you still ain't going to do no album. Yeah, I'm going to do an album. Matter of fact, I'm going out to what's name, and we're going to work on some new music now. I'm going out to um, the Bay Area now after I leave here. Who do? Who's what's his name? With me and Clay, we're going out there. <laughs> that is. Okay. Going, I see what you're trying to go. <laughs> <laughs> Special Live My Best Life Special. Where can they watch it, man? Pay-per-view, and it's on all deaf. I mean, all black. All black. A-L-L-B-L-K. <laughs> And you can watch it on pay-per-view. The video uh, on demand. Yeah, on demand. And it's available right now. It's available right now. <laughs> All right, it's Lord Duval. It's the Breakfast Club. <laughs> we in this together, but stay the f away from me. Don't be out here acting like a donkey. Hee-haw, bitch. Hee-haw. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Mm -hmm. I'm a big boy. I can take it. If he feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny sweet out of his mouth. If you gotta say something you may not agree with doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donk, 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 donk. Donkey of the Day right there. <laughs> the breakfast club, bitch. You can call me the donkey of the day, but like, I mean no harm. Yes, donkey of the day goes to uh, Joe Gutierrez. Am I pronouncing his last name right? Joe Gutierrez? Gutierrez. Gutierrez. Uh, he is the police officer accused of using excessive force during a traffic stop in Windsor, Virginia. First of all, we saw the video, okay? Uh, I hate having to use the words accused for things that we all saw. Saying he's accused of using excessive force still creates doubts in the brains of some humans who don't want to accept the fact that there's absolute systemic racism in law enforcement, that a large majority of law enforcement officials have an implicit bias towards black and brown people, and it results in situations like this, okay? Calling him accused, all right? Saying he's accused for something we all saw is a slap in the face to our intelligence, and once again, they get the benefit of the doubt, a presumption of innocence, even though they are on camera, that we don't get for nothing. OK, now, if you didn't want to be triggered and you avoided the video, I totally understand. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing. My damn self had to turn it off. It's too much. OK, because as a black man, I cannot watch that video without immediately putting myself in that situation. And the way my anxiety is set up, I can have a panic attack just watching uh, this brother's trauma. So let me explain to you what happened. It's really simple. A police officer in Virginia confronted a uniformed black army 
lieutenant at gunpoint and pepper sprayed him during a traffic stop. Would you like to hear some of it so you can hear how ridiculous this all sounds? Well, let's go to WVEC ABC 13 for the report, please. An Army second lieutenant is suing the Windsor Police Department after he says a traffic stop turned violent. On Sunday, the town of Windsor revealed they conducted and completed their own investigation into the December traffic stop with Army second lieutenant Caron Nazario. The investigation shows that department policy was not followed and disciplinary action was taken. Officer Gutierrez, the man responsible for pepper spray Nazario, was fired from the department. Windsor police also implemented additional training back in January following the investigation. Now the Virginia State Police has been called to conduct a separate investigation. The town of Windsor did not release any information involving the second officer, Daniel Crocker. Can we hear some of the actual uh, traffic stop? Do we have some of that? It's only myself. Why are your weapons drawn? What's going on? Get out of the car now! I'm serving this country and this is how I'm treated? Yo, what? guess what? I'm a veteran too. I don't know, babe. Get out of the car! What's going on? What's going on? You're fixing to ride the lightning, son. I'm honestly afraid to get out. Can I yeah, you, ask you, you what's be. going on? Get out now. I have not committed any crimes. You're being stopped by a traffic violation. You're not cooperating at this point right now. You're under arrest for, you're being detained, okay? You're being detained for, for a traffic violation. I do not have to get out the vehicle. You haven't even told no, me why I'm being stopped. That's f***ed up. I, I don't even want to reach for my seatbelt. Can you? Take your seatbelt off and get out of the car. You made this way more difficult than it had to be. Oh, he made it way more difficult than it had to be? He did? Mm-mm-mm. America is the most fake patriotic country in the world. Citizens of this country don't really love America. Y'all love the idea of America, not the reality of America. I really wish America would just admit that freedom, liberty, and justice is not for all, okay? I really wish they would just admit that when they said, we the people, that that wasn't inclusive of all people. I mean, it couldn't be when black people were labeled three-fifths of a human in those same documents and were looked at as property, not people, okay? For white folks, it was we the people. For black people, it's we the property. Okay, and that systemic racism has invaded every single institution in the country, but probably no place greater than law enforcement and the medical system. So much so that regardless of what race you are, when you have that blue uniform on, you become what you may have once hated. Okay, and regardless of what uniform those of us in the lower caste system have on, we still get treated like niggas. Okay, you realize how ridiculous this video is? Okay, let me break it down in terms of cartoons so you can understand. Imagine Chief Clancy Wiggums and the Springfield Police Department from The Simpsons doing something like this to Duke from G.I. Joe. You can't even imagine that, right? Exactly. Not to mention, these are the same people who probably feel Colin Kaepernick was disrespecting the military by kneeling during the national anthem. Well, guys... Okay, this is why Colin kneeled. And if taking a knee during the national anthem is disrespecting the flag, then please tell me, what is pepper spraying a second lieutenant in the Army during a traffic stop considered? If you ever needed proof that America truly doesn't give a damn about its veterans, active or otherwise, man, this is it. Okay, I've gotten on this radio and said a million times, if you serve this country, you should never want for anything. You should get free room and board. You should get the best free health care. You should be able to get a free education at any university in this country whenever you want. You should be tax exempt, okay? You should get a stipend every month to take care of expenses like bills, food, etc. If you are a military veteran who has put their life on the line for this country, you should be treated like a goddamn royal. Okay, at the least, you should not be standing around begging for change. And at the least, you should not be pepper sprayed while you are in full uniform. <laughs> if they do that to this brother, Karen Karan uh, Nazario, then our black asses don't stand a chance. Okay, 
And I know y'all racism apologists will say, why didn't he just comply? Why was he resisting? I'm so sick of y'all acting like, number one, I can't question the police when I'm pulled over. Yes, I want to know why I'm being stopped. And two, y'all, and by y'all, I mean you racism apologists and police officers, have you ever had a gun in your face? Not only a gun in your face, but a gun in your face by someone that you can't just defend yourself against, okay? Anyone other than a cop pulls a gun out on me, I can pull mine and defend myself. I can't do that against police officers without facing severe consequences and repercussions. Okay, severe consequences and repercussions that they would never get. Okay, but y'all acting like having a gun in your face is normal. You got a gun in my face and you giving me commands and I'm shook because of all other times I've seen and heard of people getting killed by police. Sorry if I can't hear you over me myself. Okay. We keep acting like these are random incidents. We keep acting like police officers don't understand the power they possess. They say if we just comply, if we just obey, everything will be fine. Hmm. Listen to this brother, Karan Nazario, attempt to explain to the officers that he's scared and rightfully so. Listen and then listen to their reply. What's going on? What's going on? You're fixing to ride the lightning, son. I'm honestly afraid to get out. Can I? Yeah, you, you should what's be. Going? Get out. I don't even know what the hell he said in the beginning, okay? He's talking like he's from Asgard. Did he just threaten his brother with lightning? What did he say? Play that from the beginning part again. What's going on? You're fixing to ride the lightning, son. What the hell is he? I don't even know what he said. You're about to ride the lightning, I guess, meaning they about to get, he about to tase him. Well, who is he? The officer of thunder? What the <laughs> hell is he talking about? You about to get hit with lightning. Okay, I don't know what the hell he's saying, and I don't have time to figure it out when you have a gun in my face. But when I tell a police officer I'm scared, and the cop replies, you should be. Well, I definitely heard that. I definitely understand that. And once you say that to me as a police officer, what is there to discuss? This sounds pretty non-negotiable to me. Sounds like former officer Joe Gutierrez has his mind made up, and I'm probably about to die. Okay, now Joe Gutierrez has been fired and uh, Karen Nazario is suing, saying that the officers violated his constitutional rights. You think? Okay, and I know that he will win and I pray that he wins, but this officer being fired doesn't seem like enough at all. He needs to be arrested and charged with a crime. The Windsor Police Department fired him and they said that their policies were not followed, okay? Well, being that their policies were not followed and this guy went rogue, um, then I think that's assault. All right. That should be assault with a deadly weapon. That's a crime. Pointing and presenting a firearm. That's a crime. He should be charged. OK, his pension should be used to pay whatever civil suit Karen Nazario wins. That's why abolishing qualified immunity is so important, because if you get rid of it now, you can directly sue police officers and other government officials. Imagine if you could sue these nut ass police officers for damages in civil court and it came out of their money. Money they currently have and their future pensions. I guarantee police officers would immediately start moving different if the consequences to their actions were losing their pensions and prison time. But as it currently stands, nothing happens to them when they do stuff like this to us. There is a quote about veterans I read once, and it was the willingness of America's veterans to sacrifice for our country has earned them our lasting gratitude. Is this what lasting gratitude looks like, America? Because to me, this looks like, oh, this is the mother effing thanks I get. Please let Remy Ma give Joe Gutierrez the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid mother are you dumb. I have no idea if I was pronouncing anybody's name right in that whole thing. I don't think you were, but you tried. That's the, that's, the, that's the best thing about it. You know, God knows my heart, and y'all know the story. All right, we got more Don't Move. It's the best of The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. It's Power 105.1. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Moneybag, yo. Yo, what up? Well, congratulations. Album's out today. A gangsta's pain. Hard. How you feeling? Like how, you fe- how you feeling? First of all. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling blessed. Now, you say don't change the subject. You tell everybody you're feeling good, even if you're not now. Exactly. What you going to do? <laughs> don't nobody want to really know, right? Yeah. Like, what you going to do? No, say a prayer or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> say a prayer. Pray for me anyway. They Word. said album of the year. Yeah, this is what I feel like. Album is hard. What is a gangster's pain? What, is that, what does that mean to you when you, you see them two words? I feel like just what I'm going through right now, like in, in my personal life, in my real life, and it's like I'm letting the world know, like, you ain't the only one going through something like mm-hmm. just because we're in this situation we go through stuff too we experience stuff too you feel what i'm saying so and then like i did a gangster's pain because like i i've been giving my fans the gangster music to my core fans but then i come with the pain when i say that it's like the mailing the vibes and i say like dirk polo g like all that type you know what i'm saying in, mm-hmm. in that direction so it's really a lot what of trust I issues I, it seemed like a, you know, even in the one song, I don't trust niggas, I don't trust bitches, I don't <laughs> like trust nobody. nobody. Then I listen to the album. You talk about if 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 I know if I know your app for for longer than I know you, I don't trust. Like you don't trust nobody. <laughs> you got trust issues there? Yeah, I got trust issues because I just seen the worst and I've been through the worst, so it just really it hit me like that. Let me ask you this. I saw you tweet the other day that you can't believe you get 125000 a show. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you remember the first amount of money you ever got for a show? 2500 25. That's still not bad, by the way, for your no, first time 20, getting paid. Yeah, but that was but my first jump. Compared to where he at now. <laughs> that was my first jump, mm-hmm. though. $2,500. That promoter called you now was like, I was the first one to book you. Can can you do it again for 2500 A DC promoter. I seen a DC promoter. <laughs> uh, he booked me for something like, what, about five, ten thousand 10000 in DC. And he was like, bro, like you changed my life. I made 200 Dang. He made 200 at Bliss. He was like, I'm trying to get you. And I said, well, you know it's a different name. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what, do, what do you think about the promoter when you're charging them 125 I mean, do they think about us? Right, that guy made $200,000. <laughs> <laughs> but that those makes too, somebody like... love you for life, too. When a promoter actually makes money, that makes exactly. them want to continue to work with you. So you don't want to go crazy. And it spread the word because promoters talk to promoters and mm-hmm. it just go like that. So. You also can't yeah. undercharge though, because that spreads too. They be exactly. like, you pay how much? Exactly. Like you try to charge him this, and then you charge him there. They gonna be like, damn, what you got it for this? Like, call you charge so differently you, for different markets though. Like if, it, if yeah, different markets. Like right. L. A. Of course, like stuff like that. You know, you gotta go down a little bit for L. A. But Atlanta, you gotta tell him out. Yeah. So you, you still surprised by a lot of your success? Yeah. Like I just did Jimmy Fallon, like all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Like crazy. Mm-hmm. Now you got you got a song on the album uh, called Wakisha. Am I pronouncing it right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, it's, it sounds like a love song about lean, but it sounds like you sh- struggling with putting the cup down too. Like, cause it be it like a love that song we, about lean. But it's, but I also made it like too like about a real life situation because like you would think I'm talking to a female if you mm-hmm. heard it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, but it's the same thing. Like, well, whatever you're doing, like you say you through with this, but you're not. You're gonna end up relapsing, going back, not just with drugs, like with women and whatever you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So you I break just up put and it get like right it. back together. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like you need that Waukesha to, to to keep your your lyrics going and to keep your records big? Like, is it one of those things that I feel need? like my my mind most definitely stronger than that, but. Like, some people do need motivation. Like, you feel what I'm saying? So I feel like when I'm in the studio, that is my motivation. Smoking and, you know what I'm saying, just vibing. What's the yeah. longest you've gone without doing any lean or anything? Like a year. I went a year. Mm-hmm. You know, because I used to be real fat. Like, so I, when I was in the gym losing weight, trying to get it down, like, I had stopped when cold turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did that affect you? 
I mean, it affected the words for like a week, but then I shook it. Now you said the words it was shakes, was it? It just was like, you gotta have it like, damn, like you just be doing shit like that you don't normally do, like, it's just crazy, like, yeah. Does it concern you? Nah. Like, that something bad could happen? You don't be thinking like, maybe I need to just figure out? Nah, not really, it ain't, it ain't took over me like that now. That's, that's, and how's being around Gotti? I've never seen Gotti smoke yeah, he don't drink, drink nothing. He don't drink nothing. nothing. He just, he his own man. Like, Moneybag had the face like, man, he a party pooper, man. Nobody will have that bottle in front of him, but he ain't going to touch it. No, nah, big brother, in his own life. Like, I had got him out of that bottle one time for my birthday. <laughs> let him drink some liquor and stuff, like, turn over like that. Like, you got to take a shot for him. He probably threw it he behind his back. it right back yeah. out. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, you also had the song If Pain Was a Person in. Um, Love that record. That has the sample. Sure. You know, I like it because that's like a record for the ladies, too. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, you, uh, it bothers you when the blogs just put up anything. It affects home. Yeah, because they just, you don't even know what you're talking about. Then you got people in the world that really believe this stuff. Like, people be, like, be confusing me because, like, like, when I go back to Memphis and stuff like that, they'll ask me about stuff like, bro, did this really. I'm like, come on. Like, some stuff, you just like, come on, bro. Like, for real. Like, so it just be like, like what? That. Like what are some things that were ridiculous that people just ask like about? Some crazy, like the, what's what? Like everything that's really been on the internet, the blogs, like really ninety percent of it, eighty five percent of it, just cap. Like really, like how they mm. be trying to paint the picture, like it ain't really that. Because it's true. If you tweet cool. something or if I already tweet something, people think y'all subbing each other. Exactly. But it could like be. we don't need to be. We be right there with each other. Like she they just broke up. Know. It's over. Yeah, it's over. It, it broke up. Like, <laughs> like chill, I'm just, bro. Like, I love the way you flip the two records. Um. Hate it here and love it here. That's another situation, like almost like the uh, Waikiki situation. But mm -hmm. you know, like when you get with a person, start off good, and then you love her, then you hate her, <laughs> then you hate her, and you love her. Like so. I was gonna ask you, how does your lady feel about hate it here? She like me being creative. I'm an artist. She understand mm -hmm. what I'm doing at the same time, so mm -hmm. she ain't gonna get away in it. Like when she 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 liked it, them songs like them type of songs, like don't know and all them type of songs. Mm -hmm. Before she met me, mm -hmm. right. so you know what I'm saying. So she accepted. So did you write like, Love I It Here? here sometimes too. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, did, you, did you write that record that just just in case she was mad about Hated Here? Let me it write it, Love like, It Here. <laughs> and then some situations like you speak on what you done been through, what you saw, what you saw others go through. So mm -hmm. she understand it. And yeah, I see you hooked up with Pharrell. Pharrell, my man. How was that? How was that, how did that happen? How was that combo? Uh, I'm thinking I'm through with the album. I'm thinking I'm wrapping it up. He reached out to my people. And he was like, man, I had like, how bad finna finish the album without Pharrell on it? So I, I need him in Miami two days. I went down there. We did two records. And you records. never met him before that? Never met, yeah, That's never dope. Met him before that. Did you go to his new hotel? Nah. You man. just opened that hotel in Miami. It looked crazy. And he had the hook and everything and everything ready. Yeah, he had to, yeah, it was like laid out like sketch. Like, I ain't understand it at first. I was like, it sounded a little weird at first, but he was like, this ain't it. As soon as you rap on it, it's just the bass, there's the hi hats. When you, rap, when you rap on it, I'm gonna go around it. It's art. Was you shocked? He's gonna add colors. Like he used words like that, like colors, like stuff like this. So I like. Were right. you shocked he was a fan of you? Yeah, like he told me like I'm his favorite. I like for real. He's like your, your lingo, your accent. I just I love it. Like he like the chorus, even the chorus. Like I think you should say this. You should say this. Like I like how you would say it. But I was like, man, you for real too. Like I want to hear you say it. Like mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. Sometimes Pharrell sounds like he a drug dealer. Like he just know, like he's from Virginia, <laughs> so he knows all the drug dealers. But he sounds like he's in the game so much. Exactly. Yeah. All right, we got more with money back, yo. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ 
Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Money Bag Yo, Charlamagne. I'm on record saying that Memphis has the best rappers out right now. I think that. What, what is it about this generation of Memphis rappers? Because to me, it's the lyrics and it's the lyrics, the lingo, and the accent. Yeah, it's just the swag, all that, like the drip, all that. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like like Memphis and Detroit that we got their little we got their wave like Atlanta had at one point just this great. You know what I'm saying? So but I feel like Memphis been having the talent there. Like people just weren't paying attention to Nato. Yeah, Detroit having a wave right now too. Do you think Memphis could ever be known as a top hip hop area like Atlanta? Or y'all don't have I enough units? I, I got faith in it. Mm-hmm. I got faith. We don't have enough unit, but I feel like people like me, Gotti, black youngster, you know what I'm saying? We can make that happen, pool shots like Big Thirty, yep. Oh, so it's all it's all love between like the Pusha and Big Thirty. All love, yeah, it's okay, all okay, love. okay. With us, we family, we locked in. Cause see, I don't be knowing how Memphis moving, cause they be from North Memphis and this Memphis, and they some people yeah, don't mess with this. Got people. some people like standing on it like this, they live like that, but they nine times out of ten they probably broke or something though. Like, <laughs> like for real, like this how it be. You yeah. ain't got nothing else to do. That's what you gonna be on. Instead of getting with a team that's winning and and, and figuring out how to get some money. For sure. Now you really a girlfriend's fan, or you just was rapping. I would rap because, like, you think you're Because <laughs> I'm a girlfriend's fanatic. I ain't no fanatic on girlfriend, but it's like, at the same time, it's just like they were just using memes. It's just like me taking a negative and making it positive, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I looked at it. Like, oh, y'all gonna play with me like this? All right, say this. Oh, they made that a meme first. Yeah, they trying to see me and William. <laughs> they trying to see me and William. We twins and stuff like this. So I was just like, let's go. Oh, that was hard. Yeah. And now, I see you got Janae Aiko on the album, which I love. That's my favorite right there. So how did how did that collab happen? Did you reach out to her? And- I just told God, you know, I told him, like, I got, <laughs> got to have this, like, I got to have her on here. Like, this is all I listen to, like, when I'm trying to relax outside of rap, I listen to Summer Walker, Janae, stuff like that. I got my own little playlist, like, half of the next playlist I made for Apple. And it's just, like, from the, all the slow jams, old school, like, Asler Brothers, like, Marvin Gaye, just to keep you satisfied, like, stuff like that. And... The newest R and B. So now, did you make a conscious decision to make the love radio type records? What you mean? Like the, the records, like the Janae Eichels, or those like type. Did of I go, what you, like a did you go in the studio and say this is the kind of records I want to make? Because I like the street. Yeah, nah, you know for sure, mean? most definitely. But you got to balance it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you got to balance it because, like, girls, like women, is my biggest fan base too. They love me. Mm-hmm. I got to cater to them. You know what I'm saying? But like I told you, like that's why I feel like the gangsters pain, you got to mix it up. Just keep the whole thing balanced. So even with a girlfriend, the, the ladies still love you? Because, you know, back in the day, they used to say, if you got a girl, don't tell people. Cause but then... people, like, girls be liking, like, when you got it, it's like they own you they more want you when more. you got a yeah. girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, Plus, if your girl is popping too, it just really elevates you. Stuff like that, yeah. Now, during the pandemic, how, how much did you lose during the pandemic? Because you are a... I ain't lose nothing in the pandemic. All week long. I ain't lose nothing. Nothing at all. No, All the shows and How everything? much did you not gain? Are oh, you talking about like yeah, How much did you not gain? How much did you not make? We had a whole tour set up We had a whole tour set up Like so man, They took probably like Two memes or something What, what guy what, Two like About so I probably like Two M's or something We missed out on it Damn That was crazy But then like you, it, it helped me at the same time Because I made Three of the biggest songs In my career Like me versus me Said some Time today I had to sit down And get in the pocket Like oh this is what They want for me Like when I did Me versus me I went in Like I gotta get them That old bag So and I, when I put it out And they ate on like that I said oh this is what we're doing This is what we're gonna that go back to reset And sit down Yeah and reset record. Exactly Exactly What'd you exactly. learn about yourself During the pandemic Just go back to my craft Just mm-hmm. go back to what I came in doing Like Quit taking all these opinions, advices, and all that. Just, just make the music. 
what's the protocol for when you are traveling, right? And you're in a relationship. Because I've been on the road with Envy, and mm-hmm. I seen how he got a he got a call before we go in the club. Got to check in, in right? Club. Damn right. <laughs> so what's I, your protocol? This uh, he on point. <laughs> <laughs> he on point. You got to do that, like just to keep the relationship healthy. Like it's a communication. It's key. Cause like when I'm talking about like the first like I ain't get it at first like I ain't get it at first like doing it because I'm it's like you want you you want them to understand for you like you got to understand what I'm doing right. you know what I'm saying but now nah, you got to check in but I'm, I'm heading in the club I'm leaving out now it's John Lie. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Just FaceTime when you get back to the FaceTime room. I'm on the way to the. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You can't gotta, not answer the phone. Can't not answer the phone. But if I don't answer the phone, nine times out of ten, you're gonna hit somebody around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like what's going on? Where you at? But it's also safety too, though, especially everything that's going on, shootings and everything. Exactly, baby, scared too. I ain't gonna lie. Now like she got, hate when I go to Memphis, like stuff like that. Do you do you hate when you go to Memphis? Nah, not really, cause mm-hmm. you know this, I'm used to it. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't be liking that. Even when you started the album, like the intro is basically kind of like painting a picture, letting you know, letting you hear how I go out there, like really you get that feeling. You know, the, the song free promo. You said you don't you don't need a therapist. And on uh, Waukesha, you say the cup is your therapist. So it must be people in your life telling you that you need therapy. You know, like, I don't know. People crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it must be people in your life saying, man, money back. You need to go to therapy. They crazy, man. I just be doing me. I just be in my own world. I just be vibing, bro. Have they told? Has anybody told you that, though? Yeah, because it just be like, just on a personal tip. Mm-hmm. Just on a personal tip. Yeah, but I feel like I don't need it. Or like, be cool. So people believe you're bipolar? Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like a woman told you that and you wrote a song about it. No, it, oh, they said that before, but it's like like a couple people said it, then it just clicked to me. Like, damn, I, I checked myself. I don't feel like you a man so you can check yourself. Like, I had to check myself one day. Like, damn, I, I was like this, and then I just got like that right there, like that quick. Damn, I might be bipolar. Might you be. think so? You honestly <laughs> think that? Like, no, seriously, do you think medically, like, for real, you might be bipolar? Something I like? feel, I get, I don't, I feel like it, bro. Like, I feel like I can be like this one minute, then I can be like this. Like, I could be cool, then it, you say the wrong thing, I go that way. Like, I don't know. You using a lot of language on the album. Though. You, it's called Gangsta's Pain. You say you traumatized. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like you got to be real, bro. You got to let the EFO know who you is. Like mm-hmm. people accept you more because it's somebody else that's like me too across the world. Yeah, feel like so I don't want to hold it in. Like I ain't, I'm just perfect. Like I ain't perfect. Like you feel what I'm saying? Oh no, I f- with therapy. I go to therapy once a week. Oh, uh, for real? That's yeah, I f- with it heavy. Show. What about COVID? Do you think you got it during this time? Nah. You don't feel like it? So, hey, don't say that after we done shook hands. <laughs> you know, I mean, you could have got it last year. I'm not sure. Because you know, some people felt like at one point they were feeling real under the weather. I feel like before they said it was COVID, like mm-hmm. I, before mm-hmm. they said it was COVID, like I had the no tasting, no smelling oh, symptoms like, like in January. Like, oh, January. January. This is before they even said it. I'm on a tour bus. It's me and my staff, like, are with me too like we just I everybody on the bus sick sweating can't taste can't smell I'm like what's going on this before they even said it was COVID oh that was definitely y'all definitely had on it on the tour bus sick yeah. on our way back to Memphis I was like damn that might have saved you from getting it later though cause you yeah. know you might have had the antibodies after that oh uh, yeah yeah you can't get it after you had it first one well, time right? after a certain amount of okay. time they say you can't yeah, okay, yeah. now don't move we got more with money back yo when we come back his album is out right now it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Money Bag Yo, Charlemagne. On, on the song Gangsta's Pain, you say you just got a call that made your heart drop. So when, when, when the last time you, you got a call that made your heart drop? The ELO situation, like my brother, like, you know what I'm saying? Super Bowl night. Got that call, like, like call ELO phone, like, see if he, like, heard he just got shot over there in the apartment. And so, that, yeah, that's one of the ones. How do you how do you react to those? Of course, you're gonna break, you're gonna go crazy. He ain't on the phone, you're gonna go crazy, you're gonna probably break down, you're gonna get worried, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and it rained hard today. Oh, so Real that, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, that's I know you from the South. He's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Oh, I ain't lie, you say uh, you got served by someone you robbed before. Yeah, that was like. Recent, this I stand on it. I stamped it. He didn't recognize you. Nah, for sure he knew what it is. So you got some people just like that. I feel like the juice. But if I was him, I would have never did it. But it's it be like that sometimes when like when a person get fame and who I was at first. This ain't who I was at first. You he might just be one of them mature people like just. That was he was a young. That's how I looked at it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? But he mutual friends with. My brother, my day one man. You feel what I'm saying? Like day locked in. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's crazy. You probably brag about it, man. You know, money back. Yo, rob me back in the day. He, <laughs> he really about to. <laughs> he's and then my brother heard me like when I, I went in the studio and rapped, and I said it like he like, bro, come on, bro. You better put this <laughs> right after he, he pull up on his sermon week. Good side. I walk in the studio, do it. Mm-hmm. Bro, come in there. He like, bro, yeah, bro. You better do it. I'm like, it is what it is. Yeah, that is kind of. Up, <laughs> <laughs> what if he would have brought it up? Huh? What if he would have brought it up? You'd have just. It is what it is. <laughs> you could at least give him something back. Like, right. Well, you know, that was all a long time ago. Here's this money back. Well, we ain't talk about it. We, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's all love. <laughs> we speak on it. Like. We don't know if it was money either. We don't know what you what you got him for. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, Listen, like, let's leave it off record. I believe you. I love that record. That's a tough record. Appreciate it, bro. I like manicures too. You get clear buff. What you do? Uh, Clear. Okay. I get buffed sometimes, like if I'm in a rush. Because yeah, it's a process. Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> it seemed like that was a you question. She should ask you. <laughs> I get manicures too. He rapping about it on a record. Street <laughs> get manicure. He can get a manicure. Why can't he get a manicure? Well, and I think too. Machine Gun Kelly just came out with a line of nail polish. No, I don't believe that now. He did. Who? Machine Gun Kelly. For real? Damn. What made you start getting manicure? <laughs> uh, uh, girl, I miss exactly. It's just like girls like that. They look at that when they look at you. They, they look do. at your teeth. They look at your fingers. They look at your shoes. They mm-hmm. see how you drip. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I just took heed to it. Now, before if a guy you has on? dirt under his fingernails, you think he's dirty because that means he's scratching himself and Stuff then it's like dirt. That, like. <laughs> That's what I think. I'm like he's dirty because it's dirt under his fingernails. That's crazy. Do you, do you think people from the hood process pain differently? Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like everybody go through pain, really. It don't matter. Like, like the people that with the most money, they be stressing and going through stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really feel. I feel like everybody endure pain the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's get into a joint off the album. What you want to play, man? What we gonna get into? A pain of a person. I like this is one of my favorite joints. No okay. pain was a person, and okay. like I'm locked in on it. So this if pain was a person, gangster pain out right now. Go get it. All right. We appreciate you joining us this morning. Let's go. It's Money Bag Yo, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Nightmare Alley, now playing only in theaters. On December 22nd, return to the source. See it in theaters and HBO Max December 22nd.
Tigers DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Now, the positive note is simply this. Never sit so high that you belittle others because God can always flip the script. Breakfast Club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? Whoa. 